Hello, Parfinance family. Welcome to Flip It with Samara. So excited to have um, the conversation that we're going to have tonight because I feel like it's something that all entrepreneurs and even those who are just working a nine to five can definitely relate to the need to have some me time, right? So for the month of September, we're going to be talking about time. Time is value, time management, um, how we use our time effectively. So it's just going to be conversations around time. And so to help me out, I'm going to be having on various guests throughout the month um, talking to about their personal experiences as it relates to time, whether it's in an entrepreneurial realm or it's working um, a corporate job. So we want to make sure that we get a, a broad view on how people utilize time um, in different areas of their lives. So if you are with me, let me know that you are here. So I would like for you to say hello, give me some hand waves. Um, let me know that you can hear me loud and clear by uh, dropping a mic um, icon in the comments um, so that I understand like who is in the audience with us tonight. And we actually have our guest in the audience tonight, Wave Enterprise. And so we're going to get to that in a moment. But first, let me give you the proper introduction of what this show is all about, right? So here on Flip It, we have created a safe space for us to talk about all things tax planning, right? Um, so we want to flip the narrative on how we view and use the power, the tool of tax planning, not only in our personal lives, but also in our business aspect, right? So we stand on the model that the wealthy don't start tax planning once they become wealthy, but rather use tax planning as a tool to grow their wealth. So with that in mind, we understand that we meet you no matter where you are on your financial journey, right? So we want you to know that this is a safe a safe place. We want you to be engaged. We want you to ask questions. We welcome your questions throughout the live, right? And we'll be sure to address those questions throughout the live, okay? So be engaged, engaged, answer your question, ask your questions, and definitely leave your comments throughout the live. Right. Um, so I'm super excited for the guests that we have on tonight. It is a husband and wife team. So I can definitely relate to this because, um, you know, Five Finance is founded on a husband and wife team as well. Although you see my beautiful face every week, um, my husband definitely puts in the work and he is the reason why I can come before you week over week. So he is just as much important as I am in making sure that Five Finance as a whole is successful. So I love when I'm able to connect with another husband and wife team who is doing the thing, right? And when I tell you Lawrence and Gina are doing the thing, y'all are going to be so jealous when we show you where they are, right? But before we get into that... <laughs> I want to make sure that uh, we say hello to the people in the comments. So, Wayne, thank you so much. Yes, Wayne Andrews says your husband is dope, and he should know because that is my husband. Um, <laughs> Karen, hello. How are you? Again, Wave Enterprise is in the chat. Hello, hello, hello. Samurai is in the chat. Hello, Samurai. How are you? Um, so, thank you so much for everyone who has joined. Um, so, again... We have a special guest or guest um, in the live tonight who are going to be walking us through 
time management or as it pertains to them, like the importance of me time. So this couple I had the opportunity of meeting in a Facebook group. And what I thought was super dope is not only are there a husband and wife team that are running a successful business, but they're doing it abroad, which is something that um, a lot of people I feel like want to do eventually, um, but just don't know where to start and are a little scared. And I know for me, um, I have thought about traveling abroad and maybe living abroad for some point, um, maybe not the whole year, but for a few months out of the year, but never met someone who was doing it and actually doing it successfully. So meeting them and having the opportunity to talk to them, I thought was super dope in itself. And then when they agreed to come on the show, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be bananas. So... Without further ado, I want to bring to the stage Lawrence and Gina. Welcome, Lawrence and Gina. Hi. Hi. Okay, y'all. Let's take a minute. I know now people that are listening to the podcast, y'all don't get the full effect, but you definitely have to check out the YouTube uh, video to get the full effect. If y'all can see, like there's a lot of greenish in the background, right? It looks... Oh, so serene. Look at that. Look at that. It's like you can just feel the low-key vibe. Like, it's it's beautiful, y'all. I'm telling you. Every time I talk to Lawrence and Gina, I'm in a better mood. And then their smiles are infectious, too. Y'all can't see that if you're listening to the podcast, but beautiful smiles. Just beautiful people. So, um, please introduce yourselves. Well, I'm Gina. And I'm Lawrence. <laughs> And we run Wave Enterprise Co., a boutique audiovisual studio, and we service mostly female entrepreneurs in the wellness space. And we do podcast management and we do social media management as well to increase brand awareness. Yes. Currently in Guatemala. Yes. Enjoying it. <sighs> Did I hear that? Guatemala? Oh, <laughs> um, so I feel like so before we went live, they were like, well, it's raining and um, we don't know if it's going to make the audio. And I'm like, I love the rain. Like, don't stop. It. I, <laughs> like, the rain is soothing to me. Um, so definitely a little jealous tonight. Um, but I digress. We're going to get through this. Um, but you're going to show us or at least share with us um, how you're able to do this successfully abroad. So definitely Five Finance Family, you all are in for a treat. Um, so without further ado, we're going to jump right into it, if that's OK with you both. Um, so I first want to start by saying, um, like, tell us how what you were doing before you embarked on this journey and then tell us like what pushed you to the point where saying, yeah, you know, I want to do this entrepreneurship role. And not only do I want to do entrepreneurship, but I want to do it abroad. I'll yeah, you, well, I was a third grade teacher and he was in sales and it just so happened that. I was four years in teaching, had a lot of gray hairs, and I was just like, okay, I got to do something else. The way that I was teaching and the lifestyle and everything just wasn't aligning with where I saw myself being. And so I just came home one day and I was like, let's move somewhere. Like, we got to leave this place. Like, we just got to go somewhere new. I was like, okay, where? 
<laughs> we didn't know. We just looked at the map. We started doing some research. Our first thought was the Philippines. We were like looking at the map at all these islands, <laughs> like, oh, where can we go? So we started looking at vlogs on YouTube. It's beautiful there. Nobody yeah. really talks about it. So we're like, it's kind of, it's kind of different. It's new. They speak English, so it's let's yeah. let's do it. I was all on board. It took some planning and that probably took six to eight months in a concise story. We did some planning and yeah. planned around it and we made the move. We quit our jobs. Packed our bags into four suitcases, four brought suitcases. our cat, wow. actually gave away like all our most stuff. Of, <laughs> uh, mostly everything. Yeah. And it felt so good to just give things away and like you don't realize like you have like seven different coffee cups but it's like you don't really need that and you know just giving away so many things frees up your space spiritually mentally for other things to flow in and so we lined ourselves up with online jobs before we went to the philippines and um i was again teaching online but once we got to manila the wi-fi was awful yeah and <laughs> the te the online english class wasn't sustainable so you know, Wave Enterprise was established already as like music, audio engineering. That piece was already something I started. Right. Once the teacher thing, the, the internet, she's been yeah. teaching. She went to school for teaching. And I just remember like crying one day, like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't, you know, I went to school for this. I'm in debt for this. And like, this is all I know. So I didn't know what else I could be doing. And then. And also, you know, I look at him and he has music, he's always had football, so he's had these different things to kind of fall back on. And I think that's what's scary with some people in changing careers is like the not knowing. Identity crisis. Yeah. If you're tied to something and your identity is tied to it. Mm -hmm. So I saw her go through this, but that was a blessing in disguise because it's like, okay, so we have this free time on our hands she started creating graphics. She started making, yeah, just he was making like, we stuff. need a website. So I started like, Ooh, how can I make a website? In and context, this is middle of 2019. Right. Yeah. Ago. And so between then and now, you know, fast forward, we've been creating every day since then together, mm -hmm. building our business and we're, we're full steam ahead right now. It's a blessing. That is a blessing. And I feel like, um, the timing probably had a big effect on what you were wanting to do or what next steps you were going to take to. I feel like a lot of people, you know, there was this, uh, what do you call it? Like this mass exodus from corporate America, um, in mm -hmm. 2020 because of everything that was going on. And so people were saying, well, wait a minute you're telling me that I can work remote, well, then maybe I can do what I really want to do remote. Because um, yep. honestly, that's when I made the decision too um, to do my business full time. So like, I think it takes, it takes a lot of planning, but it also takes a lot of courage um, mm -hmm. to say, you know what, I'm going to bet on me. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. that's what we did, right? Like, that's what you did. That's what I did. We said, you know what, I'm going to bet on me. And we're going to step out on faith and we're going to, you know, be successful. We're going to do this and look at where we are. Well, look at where you guys are in paradise. Um, so, <laughs> so 22 was the year to bet on yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel like we're definitely 
reaping the rewards now. Um, so I, I love like the story and I love the fact that you had enough courage to bet on yourselves because you made the right bet. So in doing that, right, I'm sure that there were um, some complexities, some nuances in not only being an entrepreneur, but also doing it abroad. So talk mm-hmm. to us about like what that made you do with your finances. Did you have to do kind of like a, a strict budget? Um, like how did you manage finances and your time? with now not only being an entrepreneur, but then doing this overseas? Hmm. Well, I would say it was a gradual process. Like when we were back in Atlanta, still working at our job, um, we were looking at alternative ways to earn money, like Forex trading and things like that. Um, And, you know, so we were reading up on all these things. We were listening to like Jim Rohn and um, different audiobooks. We and changed stuff. our whole programming about finances first. We yeah. changed our our foundational just philosophies around money, mm-hmm. both individually and then together. Yeah. And and there's a book called The Millionaire Mindset by T. Harv, and it actually walks you through um, talking about you know, each other's, if you're a couple, your yeah. money mindset and how, you know, your childhood experiences like play mm-hmm. into them. And for example, like when I was younger, you know, people would give me money like in a card. Right. And my dad would always take it because he thought I would spend it. So he would save it for me. <laughs> but that kind of, you know, taking like set me up to like want to spend money or, not be able to like manage it right so that kind of manifested later on in our relationship where she would never look at the accounts and you know she would so like because her dad would always take care of the money so she like Mm -hmm. so we we did we both had these little things that came from childhood that we we sat down we kind of did took some time but Mm -hmm. that was first thing and then actually like finances is a mental, physical, spiritual thing. So physically doing it, actually putting the 10% every check, paying yourself first and mm-hmm. physically making these buckets, maybe automating something. And there's there's a part of our story that we haven't told much, but this was a, um, a big part of it. And this is while she was teaching and I was working, I got into a near fatal accident mm-hmm. and she was, as she was at work, I called her. I was like, babe, I just got in an accident. My car was, was like, I got in a fender bender. My car was smashed in half. And I was wow. out of work for a year. I'm so grateful to still be alive. I look at the pictures, reminder. And I had this year to just like reflect. And that's when she was starting that because I'm I'm away from corporate America for a year. Like I'm off the grid. Right. And I'm so she's coming home straight from school and I'm detached from everything and I'm seeing what her school environment's doing to her. And, you know, that's when she's like, wow, this is kind of, so Mm -hmm. we moved this, there's a settlement involved because it wasn't my fault. And then that actually hit maybe six, seven months after we moved to the Philippines. Wow. So this was around the time of the identity crisis, which was a blessing. Mm -hmm. And so although it was a, bad situation and it was terrible to be in it was also a blessing in disguise side note side note the accident (laughs) the accident happened a day after i started just like going hard on financial development i wrote on the wall i do terrific work in an amazing way i have 
phenomenal service for an abundance of pay. And I'm like getting geared to just like change my mindset about money. The very next day I get into this accident. This is not a lie. This is wow. not very next day. Mm. And I forget about this because it was over a year where a year and a half, two years since we saw the settlement, but like it was hard because she was the only one working and you know, there was a lot of challenges there, but once it did happen, like we stopped using credit cards, we're overseas. So we're like, let's just live off what we have Yeah. this. And we actually were, we were feeding ourselves with stuff during that year, two year span where we didn't just blow it. We were, because when you only like spend what you have, like you can't, you might change your decision. Like, okay, there I don't you need, you know, extra mm-hmm. snack or I don't need whatever mm-hmm. it is, you know? And yep. so we kind of changed that while being in this process. And we use that settlement as a great practice because this is a couple years ago. So now we're, we're doing, but without that, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have built the time that like the space for her to create every day and like mm-hmm. not have worry. Like that right. was, that was the yeah. biggest thing. And-, and I will say, too, that, you know, moving somewhere else where the cost of living is very cheap is also a blessing because, you know, we're making U.S. dollars and the, the settlement was in U.S. dollars as well. So we are able to stretch it mm. and think about making money for a little bit of time. The Philippines is so beautiful, but so cheap. Like, mm-hmm. right. oh, man, man. Right. <laughs> No, (laughs) (laughs) right. And and when you think about it, right, that's why companies set up shop in other countries because of that same advantage. Right. You can get labor cheap. You can get the land cheap. You can get the building cheap. You can get the supplies cheaper. Um, And so they choose to set up shop in a place that's going to be most advantageous for their bottom line. Um, so why not take advantage of that as a small business owner, right? And so you get to have this beautiful scenery, which is not only like edifying, like your spiritual and your physical being, but then you also get the benefit of, you know, having that time to pour into the things that are important to you and grow your business, which is also edifying that financial aspect of um, your wholeness, so absolutely inspiring story. And you held that back, Lawrence. You didn't tell me that when we first met, but <laughs> truly inspiring story. And I, I am so grateful that you are still with us. Like such a blessing and definitely does like let us all know that you're here for a purpose. Um, so mm-hmm. we just pray that you continue to walk in that purpose every day, sir, because you're definitely here for a purpose. Um, I that. So we have some we have some comments, some people in the comments. So Casey is with us. He said we must change our mind and our money concept. And that is a true statement. You absolutely have to change that money in that mind. Um, that the way we look at money. Uh, we had a we had a guest on a few months ago and she was talking about your money story. And so when you were talking, um, Gina, about like reading up on different things, like that's what it reminded me of. She shared with us like how our money stories are created. And it sounds like you two had different money stories, which is similar to me and my husband. So there was a lot of work that had to be done, right? To put us on the same page, but it definitely plays a part on how we view and use money um, today. So here at Five Finance, we we meet you where we are, where you are, but we want to help you kind of change that story, right, <laughs> for the better. 
Um, so we do have a question. Um, so Samurai is asking, how did your family react when you made the decision to leave and live abroad? That's question. I'll um, let you start with that my one. My family well. was super mad. They were like, what are you doing? People are dying in the Philippines. <laughs> like, <laughs> why are you not teaching? You know, especially because I wasn't teaching too. Um, I think, you know, starting a business is a whole thing and moving abroad is a whole thing. So, like, we just, like, we shot all, all of it. At and threw that at everybody. <laughs> and we got mixed. My, my folks were kind of, they were supportive. They were intrigued. You know, they're, both of our parents are em about to be empty nesters. So, they're like, okay, like, that's cool. What's up? So yeah. they, they're intrigued. They actually visited us while we we're in the Philippines, which is cool. Yeah. But more so on her. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say more so on her side was the protection because she's the girl. And Yeah, I actually didn't talk to my parents for a good year because they just couldn't, like, fathom what I was doing. And... um. So I had to protect my space and our space while we were growing. And mm. so I just didn't talk to them. We're good now, but. Better than we were, but. Yeah. While we were thing. building the foundation, we were, she was especially protecting that space because there were influences, not just them that were just like, you know, we're living somewhere. And like then, you shouldn't be doing that. Right. Or what are you going to be, you know, what are you doing or. And then COVID hit, which was made, what made some of that protection go even harder. Like, come right. back home. Right. Oh. Yeah. We're like, yeah. nah, worse there. And I get it. I mean, I can definitely relate, Gina, because there's some people that you have to, like, take a break from to protect, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, your, your space. Not only you mentally, but then also um, the relationship that you're trying to, like, foster and grow um, in mm -hmm. that of your husband. So you already understand that, hey, this is not going to be a cakewalk. Yeah, we understand we're moving out of the country. But what I don't need is all this negativity coming at me right now. So if you don't have anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all. <laughs> That's the approach that I would have probably taken too. But like kudos for doing it successfully. And how long have you been out of the state now, out of the States? Since 2019. Middle of 2019, yeah. so almost three and a half years now, or coming up on that. Yeah. yeah. Super dope. So now walk us through, like, what does an average day look like? Because we are talking about time management for the month of September. And I know my personal story, when I started, um, you know, this entrepreneurial journey, it was hard for me to find ways to manage my time effectively and in a way that was healthy, right? Like I've, when I was working in corporate America, I worked long nights. Um, sometimes I wouldn't come to bed until 11, 12 o'clock. Um, and then when I started my own business, it became even longer. And then the weekends and my husband's like, oh, wait a minute now. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> He was like, I didn't sign up for this. So <laughs> I had to find like that good, healthy balance. Right. So walk us through like what your day looks like. And then um, we'll touch on maybe some of the things that you had to implement to find that healthy balance when it comes to time management as well. Love it. 
Um, I mean, something that we do in the morning is have a morning routine. So we wake up, we do Duolingo. So we're learning Spanish. And um, then we usually read or listen to an audiobook of some sort or YouTube, um, something motivational. I think, you know, for anyone who can't be like in a different country, just listening to something or like a podcast like this one mm -hmm. in the morning just to get you fired up and excited about your day. Your mornings are your anchor. Mm -hmm. And we've we've found it consistently having a good anchor during your day, whether and you know, on an entrepreneurial journey, things come up, meetings come up, things might mm -hmm. disrupt your 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 flow, but having something, having mm -hmm. having something and then we check over our, our to-dos because our things are usually planned out a week before, a month before. And before that, he's got me doing like five minute abs or Get like the body six moving. minute squats. And so for me, like sometimes it's like pulling teeth to work out. But if it's only like five minutes, I'm like, okay, Gina, you got to do this thing for five minutes. So then we're pumped for the day. Yeah. And it's like, all right, what do we, what do we got? What do mm -hmm. we got? And, you know, it really does help. We're blessed to be in this beautiful in this beautiful space in this yoga retreat. We can look out and see this lush greenery, and that's mm -hmm. that really does help our mental space. But right. just the morning routine alone is the anchor. Yeah. Then we get into our deep work, which looks a looks a number of things because we have a lot of different projects going on. But mm -hmm. the morning routine is the anchor. The rest of the day, kind of we kind of take it as it comes, and then the evening we reset again and plan our day for tomorrow and see where we're at. Mm -hmm. Now, because both of you are in the business and running the business together, like, do you have like a hard cutoff for your day? And then throughout the day, like, let's say past the morning, do you make time for like, let's say we're going to have lunch together or mm -hmm. um, we're, hey, we got a hard stop at, you know, 530 or 6 p.m. You know what I mean? Like, how does that yeah. look? I hard stop better than her. Usually it's when we eat dinner, like a huge bowl of pasta. We're like, okay, we cannot possibly work after We're this. Done. So usually dinner. Dinner is like usually the cutoff. Yeah. In between, we kind of just eat on, we don't eat on the go, but like okay. lunch, breakfast and lunch is kind of just like. Mush together. Mush together. <laughs> Listen. But, that's, hey, the life of an entrepreneur. So I could definitely relate. Um, but it sounds like, though, like you have found um, that anchor. And that's what's important is to start your day off right. So mm -hmm. for me, I like to do the same thing. I have to take some me time. I need a minute. I need a minute <laughs> to myself to get this mind right before I can motivate myself to say I'm going to start my day and um, I know, Gina, that you're not a fan, but exercising actually helps. Like, not only does it get your body moving, but it also, like, gets your, it wakes your mind up, too. Um, so, like, when I exercise, I notice that my day goes a lot better. And maybe it's me getting some stress out. I don't know. But it definitely helps. Like, it definitely makes for a better planned day, I should say. Um, so, that is awesome. I'm sure that it helps also having that beautiful scenery. Um, but we have, oh, we have a comment. So Samara says, Samara has to have her coffee or it's going to be trouble. Yes, this is a true statement. I, I didn't think that he was going to out me on social media, but it's, um, it's a true statement. I I drink coffee for those around me, not for myself. That's a true statement. <laughs> so we do have one question. Um, Wayne is asking, what countries have you lived in and how 
did the cost of living vary from place to place? Great question. The first was the Philippines, which yeah. is by far the cheapest. I the, think we paid like maybe 400 for rent for what? like, a, it was a studio, like it was overlooking Beautiful. the ocean and like we had our own beach and it was amazing. The, the, the conversion is 50 pesos to a dollar in the Philippines. Mm -hmm. oh so you can get a beer for like 50 pesos. And like we're like riding around the island, they have like it's basically a golf cart, and it's like maybe what? It's like their Uber. It was like ten pesos, twenty pesos. So it's super cheap in the Philippines. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so when we got back to Chicago, like we over took an Uber from O'Hare to the suburbs. It was a hundred dollars. We're like, what? oh my god. <laughs> You're like, this What's is that? bananas. I'm going back overseas. <laughs> <laughs> we could do it a hundred dollars in the Philippines, oh, right? So then earlier this year was Mexico, yeah, and the tacos. Oh man, but the Mexico is amazing, and we did uh, two workaway programs. So anyone yes. watching who doesn't know what workaway is, it's basically an exchange where you work for a free stay, and so we worked at a hostel. And we did their social media and we got a free stay. Our cat loved it too. Everybody loved it. Free her. stay and food. So anybody who's like, I want to travel, but I don't have money or I just have money to survive. Like you can do a work away. It's very, it's very approachable. The people on there are trust, trustworthy and mm -hmm. you can dope. live in it's really cool. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's a good way to like build your skills. Like if you want to get into a certain field, but maybe you don't have so much experience, you can kind of like work on your craft that way yeah. right. and travel. That's Mexico. dope. I've never heard yeah. of that concept, work away. So yeah. like, I mean, is there a certain website that you go to to find these opportunities? Okay. Yeah, yeah. so it's an app and you just make a profile and then you can search basically any country and any skill. Like for example, there's some people looking for like agricultural work. Like if you wanna help them grow a garden or maybe they're constructing a house or maybe you're doing digital marketing like us. And so it's, I mean, you could easily become obsessed with it. <laughs> yeah, and the question is, how do you get? You make a workaway profile. It's an app. You just make a profile, mm -hmm. search the country. You can search by skill, search what people are looking for. A lot of cases, people are giving you room and board, food. Mm -hmm. Some cases, they're paid. Like you could just kind of sift through and find stuff. It's yeah, really cool. And to answer the the price question, it was. 20 pesos to one in Mexico, so a little more expensive than the Philippines. But definitely not as but much. But still as the US. cheaper than the US yeah. and still worth because the street food. Like tacos are like a dollar. Oh, man. And they're so good. Oh, yeah. My gosh. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so I feel like um, I need to pack my bags and get on this app and figure out what I'm going to do with my life. I mean, because honestly, it's almost like having. A paid vacation. I mean, you get to see like these beautiful places and all it's going to cost you is your time and your effort. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's an okay trade off. Um, yes. So, yeah, definitely. Thank you for sharing like how someone can get into that. Look, Mr. ITW says, wow, the Philippines. Now that is on my list of visits. So now you know how you can do it, Mr. ITW, right? See if you can um, visit one of those apps. Um, is it called the Workaway app? Is that the name of the app? 
Yep. Work away. Okay, it's called Work Away app, Mr. ITW. See if you can visit that and see if someone needs um, is in need of some services you can offer in exchange for a stay. Um, so <laughs> we always love right sharing those little uh, money saving tips. So thank you so much for sharing that one with the Five Finance family. So let's talk about like three takeaways. All right. So now that you've been on this journey um, as entrepreneurs um, right before the pandemic and then uh, now as expats. Right. So you're living um, outside of the United States. What are three takeaways that you would give the five finance audience as it pertains to managing your time in a way that is healthy? Mm. Well, don't mm. check social media in the morning <laughs> or your email. Yeah, kind of. Uh, I, I definitely had to work on that at first and it's not perfect, but I think like, cause as soon as I open my email, I'm like, oh, I have to answer all these things. And then I get out of my like Zen mode. So mm. that's one. I say I, the thing that comes to the top of my head is that's a really good one too. Detoxing from electronics, first hour of the day, part of the morning routine anchoring. Mm. One thing that I've found personally is I'm a, I'm a creative and I'm very, I'm not, naturally at first the most organized i've learned how to discipline myself and become mm -hmm. organized i had to learn my personal way of organization and kind of governing myself and that started with a journal and making checks and then that turned into a more refined version of that and now it's on google docs and asana but i've learned how to transfer what works for me like what worked for me what works for me that wasn't taught in school i had trouble with stuff in school but you know, what works for me, I found out, but that took consistency and actually sticking to something long enough to refine it. So one of my takeaways is find what works for you and stick with it long enough where you can actually fit it, you know, like a glove. Mm. You got a third yeah. one? Yeah. Um, I think. Hmm. What was I going to say? Well, it's definitely like, I'm sorry, while you're thinking, Gina. <laughs> um, so like definitely the not jumping on social media first thing, I feel like everybody needs to hear that and not even, not just entrepreneurs, because that does put you in a different headspace, um, depending on what you let into your ears and your eyes, right? Your ears and your eyes are the gates. Um, and I feel like you have to be very mindful of what you introduce to them very early on because it could definitely um, like change the trajectory of how your day is going to go. Um, because if I pick up social media and God forbid, like months ago when they were having all of these shootings and I'm like, that just messed mm -hmm. up, you know, like it just messed up my mental space. Like all day I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm in this funk. I feel horrible. I feel depressed. So you don't want to do that. So I love that one of your daily routines is, no, we're not even going to look at that. We have to get into a nice Zen space. We have to get our minds right. And so we understand that we have to guard it against certain outside influences. So 
I hope for finance family that you were listening to that because that is definitely key. And that is probably what some of us are not doing right. And you're wondering why like things aren't working throughout the day or why you get super frustrated throughout the day. And it could be that maybe you just allowed something to influence how the remainder of your day was going to go unbeknownst to you. So definitely thank you for sharing that. Um, definitely something that I can implement too, because although I preach it, like I'm guilty of it sometimes, especially if like my husband gets up way before me. So he'll leave and sometimes he'll send a text to say, hey, good morning, babe. Hope you have a good day. And so, you know, you pick up the phone, look at the text and then what happens? Then you see your mm-hmm. notifications, <laughs> start checking other yeah. things. And so <laughs> what I what I had to tell myself is, okay, I can't even look at the phone, period, right? Like, I just got to get up. I got to do my, my morning routine. I got to do my workout. I got to do my meditation. And then I can check his text. So, um, yeah. and that keeps me focused throughout the day. Um, and like I said, booking that time and then um, calling out what my um what my time should be so like I'll have a time in the morning for studying and um it's two hours that I allocate to studying because I'm sitting for a oh I wasn't going to share this but I'm sharing it now anyways so I'm (laughs) sitting for another exam so I have time allocated for studying and then after that I have time allocated for lunch and then after that so I'll I'll allocate time throughout the day to keep me focused but um, mm-hmm. definitely, if my day doesn't start off right, it's like the rest of the day is just it's just yeah. a snowball effect. I just get thrown off. So yeah. um, that that morning routine is definitely key um, to being successful. I believe as an entrepreneur because I feel that although there's a bunch of books out there, I don't really find a lot of information like on how to properly manage your time as an entrepreneur right like go ahead what do you use for your (laughs) timer do you use like something or do you just like have a clock watch or do you have no so so no what i use is i put it on my calendar so that it will notify me 10 minutes before um i'm supposed to have that time allocated um, so I'm like, okay, let's go. It's about to be 10 minutes before. And then when it's up, I just know to stop. So I just know what my hard cutoff is every day. And then I just stop and keep it moving. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But I have to say, what was that? I said, I remember what I was going to say earlier. Okay. What is it? Um, I was just going to say like having a priority list because a lot of times for me and I know for entrepreneurs, like piling so much on your list and I overestimate what I can do in one day. Mm -hmm. Sometimes one thing will take way longer than expected. So just having like, okay, these are the top three things I need to do today. If nothing else happens, like it's going to be fine. So that's good. That is very good. Um, And I definitely did the same thing in corporate America and had to do that um, in my business too. So Every morning I would make a to-do list like on just this, right? Like I would just get a um, a piece of paper and I would just make a to-do list for today. And then whatever I didn't get to today, like I just moved it to the next day. Because you're right, Gina, like I feel like you can get overwhelmed um, <laughs> if you really like look at your, th- especially as an entrepreneur, what people don't understand is 
you make your own deadlines, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like you're not, there's not somebody over you that says, hey, I need X, Y, and Z by Wednesday. And then I need this by Thursday. It's you have to make your own deadlines. And so Mm -hmm. sometimes as entrepreneur, because we have to make our own deadlines, we'll say, okay, we're going to do 10 things on Monday. Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) You, You make it to three. And so you have to, you know, you have to make realistic goals um, is what mm-hmm. I'm finding out. Um, so I, I definitely approach time management from a more realistic, um, realistic aspect now um, and definitely planning my day out, like making time for lunch, making time for my studying, making time for like, you know, other meetings where I'm um, maybe reviewing something with a colleague like that is what makes the day go by smoother and gives me peace of mind and allows me to sleep at least five to eight hours a night. So, um, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely mm-hmm. took a lot of growth, um, and a lot of trial and error to get there. But again, what was that? I said, that's it. The trial and error. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's all about trial and error. But um, overall, like, thank you so much for sharing your experiences. Thank you for giving everybody in the five finance community, like, a little insight to seeing, like, what living abroad looks like and running your own business abroad. Um, I feel like a lot of people want to take that leap of faith. So this is encouraging, right, to those who are thinking about it. Um, we have Samurai saying, Gina and Lawrence, I do not know you guys, but I'm super proud of you guys. I share that same sentiment. I am super proud of you guys. You guys are doing dope things, and it does take a lot of courage to do what you do, and you're being successful at it. So I want to give uh, you opportunity to tell the people how to connect with you. Yes, of course. Take it away, babe. Take it away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> connect with us on Instagram at Wave Enterprise Co. And that is one E in the middle. And you can also visit our website. It's findyourwave.us. And we have a lot of cool stuff on there. Yes, we're super active on Instagram. So give us a follow. We'll follow back. Shoot us a DM. If you have questions about content, audiovisual, traveling, or just want to connect and have another connection, we're here for you. And mm-hmm. we really appreciate you having us here. Oh, absolutely. And you have a free uh, consultation or a free, what is it? I'm Discovery sorry. Discovery. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So yes. y'all make sure you visit their website. Um, can they book the Discovery call through your website? Yes, you yes. can do it on Instagram. Okay, perfect. So make sure that y'all are booking um, the discovery call to connect with Lawrence and Gina. Y'all saw that website? Like, listen, for those who are listening to the podcast, I need y'all to visit the website because that website is super dope. And it makes you want to be like, like, it makes you question your life goals. And (laughs) what am I doing wrong? Um, but super dope um, website super dope people thank you so much for donating your time because we know that your time is valuable so I appreciate you donating your time tonight just to share with the five finance community on the importance of having that me time um, the healthy balance that you have created for yourselves 
um, in juggling your business and, you know, your personal life. So thank you so much, Gina and Lawrence from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) This has been great. Yeah. Any parting words that you want to say before we let you go? I have something to say. (laughs) Yes. On the travel piece, if anyone is ever thinking about it, and it's not just travel, this is changing your career, this is doing, it's going to fall into place. You make the decision, if it is traveling across the world with no connections, the connections are going to fall into place. If it's a business plan for a a new venture that you want to start, it'll fall into place. Just trust it, trust your gut. It sounds very cliche, but when you live it and you you pass you're passionate about how those things do happen and it works in everybody's life equally the same mm-hmm. so no one has the shortage of what whatever you want to call that energy for you mm-hmm. we call it you know it. i love it truly inspirational well thank again you. thank you so much for donating your time this evening i'm going to ask you to wait backstage while i wrap things up and say goodbye to the five finance family but i will see you soon thank you so much Lawrence and gina Again, what a lovely conversation um, we had with the uh, dynamic duel. That's what I'm going to call them, the dynamic duel, <laughs> Morris and Gina. Um, definitely was a great conversation. I know I enjoyed it. And thank you so much, my finance family. As always, you were engaging. And thank you for rocking with us on tonight. And so now I'm going to give you back your time and bid you all adieu. But until next time, Five Finance family, you all have a wonderful and blessed Tuesday evening. And we'll see you soon.